Welcome to your groomers podcast with Carly and Alana, where we talk all things grooming from the table, tub and beyond. All right, guys, we're back. Episode seven. Episode seven. Here we are. Let's Happy do Fourth it. of July weekend, guys. Yeah, I almost forgot. I know, and then everyone same. started posting, keep your dog safe. And I was like, oh, it's about that time. Yeah, and I currently hear fireworks going off and my dog is like scratching at the door trying to get in, but she's just going to have to deal with it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll be up my butt. But she's yeah, in just... the house, though. Yeah, she is. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like she was like outside. Oh, no, no. Like... <laughs> no, the door to my bedroom. Oh. Shut. oh, she's like, Mom. Oh, like, yeah, the fireworks are going off for this last week a little bit but i'm near disneyland and they just started doing their fireworks show at 9 I'm p.m so jealous every night so we oh, can see it i'll send you no, a video you can't oh my gosh every i'm gonna night. cry <laughs> i love disney if anybody knows me i'm such a disney nerd i oh love disney you're I'm an so... adult disneyer i am i wish i wasn't though because i get so embarrassed but i love disney well, you well have it doesn't kids. help it doesn't help it's my kids thing, yes they love it's it it's one thing if like you're no offense guys like okay i'm gonna offend people i already know it it'll be all right but like if you're don't have kids and you're going to disney like all the time and you buy all the all time the, yeah which, buy all the like disney gear like the backpacks and like how people dress up like i think that's really cool but yeah. like i feel like having a kid is like a good excuse like, yeah so yeah all the time my my daughter Kylie, she's three, and she's like Disney princess up a princess obsessed, like Aww. over the top, over so the top obsessed. Cute. The other day so, like, we actually so for it. Oh my gosh! The other day we actually found. Um, so my nephew, we had him uh, living with us since he was a year and a half, and we live here. We lived in South Orange County, so Disney passes were much more affordable then. Mm-hmm. So we got Disney passes for the whole family, and he was so small still that like we didn't need to get him one. Yeah, yeah. So the first year we actually got him one when he was like four. There's like a little kid picture on the <laughs> the annual pass and his big <laughs> cheeks. I was like, oh my gosh, it's I so love cute. it. See, I would like, like made him sit in the stroller with like yeah. it covered. Like you're two, you're two. Yeah, that's what I'm telling. Uh, that's what I told my husband because I guess like two and under, or is it two and under? They get in for free. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, if we go next year, Lila's too. <laughs> like, yeah, just right. sit in the stroller, like just you said. Be like they're napping, like and yeah. put something <laughs> over the stroller. Just be like, Shh, be quiet. I would definitely do that. Yes. Oh my gosh, that'd be uh, too funny. So, yes. how was your week? Um, it was good. We worked. Did I work Monday? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I think I worked. Yeah, I, don't I think remember. you did a little bit. Yeah, I think we went in for a little bit on Monday. So we worked every day because we were off. Raven. We were off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm off this week. So we worked. Um, I did go in for a little bit on Wednesday. Normally went Mondays and Wednesdays are my day off, but I went in a little bit for those days. Um, but it was it wasn't bad. Um, you know, just like a lot of phone calls, people wanting in for the holidays last minute, of course, wanting their dogs in and I'm not taking new clients and then making people mad. Um but yeah, it was no nothing bad too. I mean, we were busy, good. Nothing bad. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I feel like this week was like a blur. 
Yeah, it did go by really fast. So, yeah. So how uh, was your week? Yeah, this week, like I said, it was like a blur. My nephew left. Oh, and then like, I guess like a childhood friend. Our parents all grew up together and she they live in New Mexico and she actually moved out here with her boyfriend and she's actually living in my building because like I referred her so she moved in so I've gotten to see her a couple times this week since she's brand new to the area so that was fun we took her to Angel Game which is always fun Angel Game game is baseball yes it's baseball I know nothing Um, of the sports (laughs) Yeah, so we have season tickets, so we've been just, like, going and taking all the people that want to go with us. I'm not a big baseball fan. You know, it sometimes gets a little... I don't know what's going on, and I'm just like, okay, did did they make a touchdown, or... (laughs) Did they make a touchdown? No, it gets a little stagnant, but we have good seats, and, like... Stadium food's always good. Always good. Oh some yeah, fries. some good pretzels. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh, garlic yeah. fries. Oh yeah. So we that did good. that. We gave her like the whole experience. So that was fun. We did that last night. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm like patiently awaiting for my sister to bring her dog back from Texas from my parents' <laughs> house because my mom sends me pictures and I'm like. Oh, oh, he, looks he looks terrible he it's a, like a dust bowl where they live oh. so he and he's all black so like he just looks gray now mm-hmm. and the dogs run rapid at home at my parents right. house so right i'm like oh my gosh he's gonna be a hot mess and then she was like trying to show me pictures of the next haircut he gets i'm like no ma'am we're getting <laughs> i get to grooming. decide this i am deciding what yes. he gets in what you can handle exactly she basically she showed me the atypical the uh, shaggy the shaggy you barely see his eyes you don't i'm rolling my eyes after everyone i hate i hate when people owners send me that i'm literally like when they the last one i groomed they showed me that like and of course it was a puppy and the dog's like two years old and they showed me one that looks like a doodle puppy and they're like (laughs) we want him to look just like that i'm like so why did you bring him to a groomer and they just kind of looked at me. And I'm like, literally, that dog looks ungroomed. What do you? The dog what looks do you want dirty. Me to do? The dog is That's dirty. What I think. So you want me to groom your dog and then let him roll out in the mud? Is that what you want me to do? And then mat him up a little bit? All right, cool. That'll be $150. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I feel like they would be like, oh my gosh, perfect. Right. Well, beautiful. It's like I get it. It's like the bare minimum you want your dog to look. But I'm like, you guys. But what is the suitor? The the standard doodle haircut? Do they even have one? No. Doodle people. I follow. There's no standard. I follow a group on Facebook, and guys, I'm not big into Facebook grooming groups, but this one is hilarious. You guys need to follow it if you're groomers. If you own a doodle and are a client, don't follow it. You'll probably get offended. Um, but it's called. It's like the group where we pretend to be doodle owners oh my gosh i i'm rolling on there on the daily i'll add you to it it is hilarious it is so funny funny. no it's a bunch of groomers that just pretend it's like i saw a video the other day and it was a veterinarian uh that does like tiktoks and Mm -hmm. he was like is it the hot vet is he really good looking a hunter finn is he very chiseled looks like a kin he's a handsome man yes okay yes i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> he is handsome for a veterinarian. He's not an old man. Yeah. Um, I think I know. But I think about. he posted something like when someone tells me their dog is a purebred golden dude. I guess I saw that one. I saw that one. I was, I was like, even like that's. A, it's like, bu- I think it's either the buffering one or like yeah. his eyes roll. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I saw that oh on gosh. Instagram I, or something. I don't know what it is. Of course, like our phones are always listening to us. I was oh on my Pinterest gosh, dude, I know. And all these like golden doodle, labradoodle like articles pop up. And it's like people that own them. Oh, and they're like, cringe. what my groomer said about why they don't like doodle owners. And I'm like, hmm. So I clicked on it uh-huh. and uh, she was talking about how she likes to do home grooming but every now and then she'll take them to the groomer and um, she's like, even if it's the cleanup, I always give at least $10 tip. And I was like, oh, oh no, lady. And she was saying how the groomer was like, yeah, people are just super particular. They don't know the maintenance and they get mad at us when we get shaved. And she was like, don't be that person, which like she was advocating for the groomer. Yeah. But like, she was like, I always give at least $10. Like it was a big, like good for you. I'm like, like oh yeah. Um, That's what I get my waitress at the restaurant. I'm like, uh, you know that like a grooming is like at least 120 Yeah. $10 is barely even ten, what a 10 percent yeah it, not even not even 20 percent i tr- yeah when i got to eat like i try to like we left our weight we went out to eat today and we left our waiter like 35 dollars because he was doing a good job i was like i love to tip people good because i used oh, to be yeah. a waitress i can i can i hate when people like you go, have you ever went out to eat with those people and they're like maybe this the restaurant's like super busy and the waiter or waitress like just isn't being as like attentive attentive but 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 that's probably because they have like 15 tables and they're trying the best they can and like i've been out to you with them like they're not getting a tip and i'm like um you're rude like i I hate people like that leave a tip ever even if they were rude to me and mean to me i would still tip like i i I remember bad days yeah i remember once a lady gave me a dollar oh i had a man give me a silver dollar (laughs) i was like wow pap thank you i almost wanted to just give it back to her like i've had people give me like like change before like literally empty their pockets and i'm literally like looking at like what what am i to do with this oh my gosh to go to the quarter machine at pizza hut like (laughs) i'm gonna use it at the nearby arcade but tips are appreciated or tips are, are appreciated don't get not, it ex- not expected but i expect them i yeah <laughs> i think any kind of sir i even tip like all my baristas when i go to starbucks like i always you can sure do that them. yeah so they oh well yeah have, put it like, in a the tip bar drawer. yeah yeah yeah, yeah i didn't know a couple if they dollars because i know everyone yeah i do too it. i do too um anytime but, i yeah. see a tip jar i put money in there but yeah, yeah. i'm i'm like an empathetic tipper because i know how same i know how it feels um well anyways this episode is not about tipping or i mean it could be though (laughs) it could be i will add part of one of the pinterest uh articles that popped up was like a quote-unquote breeders website and it was the most cringiest thing i've ever seen in my life where she had diagrams on how to properly groom your doodle let me guess it's the english 
uh, what the is it Aussie the Australian, Australian Labradoodle, Labradoodle oh my gosh I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that and, and ripped it up and it's like a hand-drawn diagram on a website yeah. and then yeah. she and I posted it on my Instagram if you guys saw it but the she was showing how to trim the face oh and gosh. she used a de-shedding rake yes I, I saw that yes it down and oh good she lord she shows like five different ways to trim their face and she in one picture she's using like kitchen scissors oh my gosh have you ever like stumbled upon like groomers like and you see kitchen scissors laying on their grooming tables and i'm just like what are you using kitchen scissors for Oh my gosh. Oh, I hate kitchen. Oh, that gives me anxiety. I know. I know. Oh, I saw the, okay. I saw a TikTok the other day of someone trimming their horse's hair with kitchen scissors and I was oh, even like put that I can, away. I can hear <laughs> that. I can hear that in my nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like struggling and I'm like I don't think that's oh, how you do it. Oh, but anyways. No, no, um, no, so no. this week's episode is about uh, the quote-unquote groomer shortage. Yes. Groomer shortage versus high demand. Yes. Basically. Um, we've been talking about this, and I'm sure that everybody all over the country is feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some research and saw, like, uh, there was a Reddit thread about it. I've done no research and done nothing. Uh, that's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm just here. Um I just have tabs open on my computer, Carly. Like, don't think I'm like. I I just I just show up and I'm like, okay, Alana, what are we what are we talking about this week? <laughs> like, it, I'm not that great. Like, people, let's not she be is, deceived. Though. But she is. Um, but I saw a Reddit thread and I was reading him because I was curious about like maybe it's like regional. Like, I know that you have a hard time finding oh, God, yeah. because of your area. Yeah, we're you rural. in rural West Virginia. I get yeah. places like that. Right. But like as far as like cities, because even mm-hmm. in Chicago, I felt it finding like a good groomer, good groomer in saying they love their dogs. They have great customer service mm-hmm. and they do good haircuts. Right. I hate to say it. Some people are not producing the way they should be, but that's all in all another episode right um but yeah so i thought i was like okay maybe it's just regional maybe it's i had a huge puppy boom in chicago because every other person got a doodle i think everywhere yeah everywhere Everywhere. i feel like was suffering Um, from that yeah so i was reading that there's a lot of people that are feeling it guys and i'm sure you guys already know listening to this being like yeah we're overwhelmed we're we're Mm -hmm. tired we're overworked Mm -hmm. um so we just wanted to discuss like is it because there's a shortage of good groomers or is it just the high demand of puppies right i think it's a combination of both. what do you think it is i think it's a combination of both i think um our pet industry as a whole is growing. It's a multi-million dollar industry. And I think because of the pandemic, it set us back as far as the cycle of new groomers coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think with the pandemic, it slowed us down. So the cycle of groomers that were about to come in on 2020 didn't come in 
Right. They, they like, had no they dogs to groom because everything was shut down. Groom. Uh, they didn't know where to start, stuff like that. And people probably weren't hiring because they couldn't afford it. Right. Um, and then also the expansion of how many puppies that right. are high maintenance grooms. Yeah. And that's exploded. what I was going to say. I think it's not like, like these two years worth of like a puppy boom. No. Yeah. And it's not like these dogs, like you said, they're high maintenance. So these baby groomers that are coming on, I don't really like that term baby groomer, but these groomers that are, you know, beginner groomers, yeah. um, that are coming on, it's not like they're giving them like, okay, here's a little Yorkie with really easy coat to groom. It's yeah. they're getting a doodle that may, may or may not I mean, doodles are difficult to groom anyway, just because their personalities can vary. I mean, sometimes doodles can be calm and sometimes doodles can be crazy off the charts, like yeah. wild. So they're, you know, they're getting these dogs. And then I feel a lot of times these beginner groomers are getting frustrated and they're quitting early because they're saying, this is hard. Like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And, you it's know, maybe not the ease into like the job, like no. it usually is, like you're getting, you're, you're not getting somewhere. a 12 year old Westie that's been groomed its whole life. You know, you're yeah. getting all these puppies. Well, like, and you're getting these puppies that are their first grooming is like nine months in. Yeah. Because they're like you said, pandemic. And they're wild like, animals. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And then people still didn't even think that they needed to be groomed. They just want like a bath and tidy. And I'm like, right. And then you're getting, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Trust me. I had to shave down a pelt mounted, um, uh, Lhasa or not Lhasa. Oh, I can't remember. Maltese, Maltese something. And it was, oh, it was pelt. I didn't, I don't think I sent you the pictures, but I was literally crying when I was shaving it because it was so pelted. And I'm like, do you guys not touch your dog? Like, do you not? And that's just what the thing is like these people get these puppies and it was a, it was a COVID puppy and it's just now making it to the groomer. So yeah. it's like, it, cause I feel like they don't know, they don't come to the groomer until it gets really bad. And they're like, visually like, wow, maybe this isn't right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. No, definitely. So what do you think? Do you think it's the shortage or do you think it's the demand? In my instance, in my area, from my experience is yeah. definitely a shortage because for instance, I'm begging for groomers to work for yeah. me. I am to the point where I was like, like, I will train you. Like, I will help you. I will yeah. whatever. Um, I'm to the point now where it's like, if I expand my salon, I would be like messaging groomers on Instagram being like, Hey, I will pay you to come work for me in West Virginia to make a move and work for me. Because yeah. it's like, I have, we have the demand of dogs. Yes. Like I, I mean, I turned down five to ten people a day especially this week we just got i mean we were getting calls and calls and calls about dogs needing groomed and wanting to be on my list and blah 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 and west virginia i mean we're a bigger area and i feel we are starting you know we have we do have a lot of dogs um but especially in my area i work because i am the only groomer within like (laughs) 40 minutes so yeah, it's, it is. It's horrible. And that's like people are like, OK, well, is there anyone else in the area that you recommend? And I am so envious of these groomers that are like, yeah, here's this shop and this shop yeah. and this shop. I'm like, uh, I'm, there's 45 minutes away. Like, that's all I have. Because yeah. um, the shop that's 40 minutes away from me, she's not accepting new clients either because she's only it's just her and another girl. So mine, it's yes, the lack of 
the shortage of groomers because in my area, nobody wants to groom dogs. I don't know what yeah. these people did before I got here. I'm like, where did you guys take your dogs for grooming? <laughs> like, did, did you not? Like, so that's my, well, yeah. that's what I think. I've never lived in an area like that, but I can't imagine. It's so but stressful. And it's, a, and that's why I feel like I, doing. that's why I feel like I, I overbook myself because I feel like I do need to take all the dogs because I feel bad for them because it's not like they have other options. If I, if they did, you know, it'd be different. Um, but they don't. So it's Mm -hmm. like this old lady calls me, you know, wants to get fluffy in for a groom. She can't drive to Morgan. Morgantown is the the town that's 45 minutes from me. And Mm -hmm. that's where all the groomers are. There's like several there. She can't drive. She's old, blah, blah, blah. So of course I take her because it's like, what else do I do? Um, yeah. So if you want to make some money doing some grooming, move to little old West Virginia. I'll give you the grand tour we got. It's beautiful there. Everyone always comments on my stories and like, wow, you live in such a beautiful area. I'm like, yeah, come move me down here. Come. You want to be surrounded by dogs and horses. Come be my friend. We can ride horses and groom all the dogs. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so that's basically my... I think there needs to be more grooming schools, honestly. I think there needs to be more centralized grooming schools because, yeah, shop owners can say, okay, yeah, come let me train you. But not everybody teaches the same. And then you run into the risk of having your trainee accidentally cut a dog, which has happened to me. I mean, my the guy that I'm training to work for me, he cut a dog. And it's like, what do you do? Like, accidents happen. And, yeah, maybe I should have watched, you know, you got to eventually let them spread their wings and do it on their own. But it's like, you feel guilty because you feel like, okay, well maybe I'm not a good teacher or maybe I'm not doing things correctly or maybe whatever the circumstances, then you run into that issue. So I feel like there needs to be more schools that are taught by professionals that Mm -hmm. all have the safe way of teaching people and not schools that are just like here, groom this dog and then watch a video you know what I mean yeah I mean it also comes down to like the quality of grooming I think what ends up happening nowadays is that people are hyper aware Mm -hmm. of the different grooming scenarios like Mm one-on-one volume shops and And they ask they're like okay how is my dog getting you know do you use I've had people ask me like what kind of products do you use are they all natural are they so you're right. Clients are becoming, it's not like, you know, they just drop their pet off, leave. They're becoming more like aware with the terms. Like, can you give it yeah, a teddy bear cut? Like, like hyper aware because there's obviously the internet yes. has always been there, but it's blown up so much during pandemic when you like see, like I see so many groomers like doing TikTok. TikTok has been a big thing. I think too. Yeah. I see so many groomers like doing like, uh, brushing tutorials and stuff yeah. because people which is awesome down for so long which is great mm-hmm. um another person that might have made it more popular especially with hot dog just rona she mm-hmm. really explains all those things which like before i used to explain those things a lot and people just mm-hmm. did not care but now it's like care. a fun video to watch with cute music and cute yeah. dogs and a good like aesthetic and people watch aesthetically pleasing things. Yeah. Well, and also I think the transparency of it, I, mm-hmm. before I know when I started grooming, like almost 10 years ago, like we were always weirded out if a client wanted a tour, I thought it was weird. I really? thought like, 
why? Like, right. are you going to judge right. me? Like, it just felt like there yeah. was going to be judgment behind it, which mm-hmm. a lot of it was. It was like, I've had clients ask for a tour and then not even drop off their dog. After. They just kind of wanted left. to see like, what. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're not going to get groomed today. And then just walked out. And I'm like, nothing was wrong. And then you never me. heard from them. Like, and yeah. Then you never hear from them again. And I'm like, okay, if there was something. It's like, that what are they expecting? Them, like, yeah. what do they want? To, what were they wanting to see? If there was you know something I mean? that concerned them, like, I wish I would have known. But I think also, like, and that was years ago, but we, I didn't understand because I worked at a high volume salon. I mm-hmm. thought this is the way things are. Right. And this is how we get it done. And yeah, we love the dogs and I do love dogs and I'm really gentle and I try to be as, um, try to be as like, I don't know. How do you say it? Like ha- be more aware of like how I treat dogs and how your it's energy not, and, your, yeah, yeah. and everything like that. So I think now it's just becoming a popular thing where mm-hmm. transparency is huge. Like I would send videos during a grooming Same. to clients yeah. and people That's why I do that. They know and what's the pictures. going on. Mm-hmm. Right. They I know what's pictures. going on and, and Instagram has been a great yes, one because you can do absolutely. Insta stories along with putting content up. So I think also that shortage of like good groomers that Mm -hmm. people don't feel like the high volume shops are not for them. Like, I just feel like a lot of people have options now and the shortage is ultimately like those good groomers that people want now. Well, I think a lot of people are veering from even corporate. And not saying like, if you don't take pictures and videos that you're not good, but it's just, I feel I'm the same with you. Social media is such a big thing that I I notice like, if I forget to take a picture of a dog, they're always like, did you take a picture of fluffy today? And if I say no, they're just like literally heartbroken. And I'm like, literally it's a five minute, it's like a picture I just post on my social because people want to share it and they want to people to know that, Oh, my groomer. And like the, if I make a TikTok of their dog, you would think I gave them a million bucks. They're just like so ecstatic about it. So I think you're right. And people want that. So like if maybe they go to a groomer that doesn't offer that service and maybe they're used to a groomer that did take pictures and videos of their dog, then that's like something they're going to look for. So, yeah, and, and I think it like comes said, with the customer service to. too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I think when I started grooming, like customer service was just like, people are just like, I work with dogs because I don't like people. I'm like, well, people pay the bills. Like that's literally nice what I tell people, people <laughs> want to apply. And like, I hate people. And I'm like, well, this isn't the job for you because you still have to deal with the people. Yeah. Uh, it's like the dogs don't just walk there themselves and like, hey, I'll take a seven all over, please. Yeah, Teddy bear head. Exactly. <laughs> like the client communication's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More, um, uh, which I can't think of the words today. Um, more like it, people appreciate it. Like you talking them through every single little thing. Sure. And being and honest. Being I mean, I'm honest about I will what tell, it could be and not yeah. letting someone throw money at you to demand. Absolutely. Like I'm 100% transparent with all my clients. And I even tell people like, if you don't like honesty, I'm not the groomer for you because I'm going to tell you if your dog was bad today and I'm going to tell you on how to fix it at home yeah. and what to do. And I'm going to tell you if your dog doesn't feel good. And I, you know, I'm going to tell you if he tried to eat me, like some people, you know, they, sometimes appreciate it and they sometimes would rather not know but well yeah I know that it when like I said way back when I started grooming uh, we wouldn't like tell people how they did right and if they were bad we just 
tack on money to it. Yeah, right. Not without like an explanation. Explanation. And then when the dog bites you or bites a bather or whatever, then you're the owner. Owner and the owner is like shocked by it. You're like, well, yeah, like no one's told her, told them anything. And that's why it is so important groomers to be honest, because there's so many times I get a dog and they, they drop them off and they say, oh, the groomer says it's lovely. It's just, it, it does fine. Mm-hmm. And the dog's trying to eat me and they think it's me. They're like, well, it must be you because the other groomer, and I tell them, I straight up, I say, groomers are not honest because they want your money. Like yeah. not, no, that sounded horrible. I don't mean that, but some groomers are honest because they just, they just want you to keep coming back and they don't want to hurt your feelings and they don't want to say, Hey, so-and-so was mean to me today and tried to bite and is bad for the nails. I'm just always honest. Cause it's like, I want other people to know like, Hey, if you take the dog to another groomer, please let them know that fluffy hates getting her nails done. You know, you need two people to help blah, blah, blah. Cause I would want to know think ultimately like that stuff. I think what happens is that people take it personally. Yes, they do. Absolutely. It's not personal. Oh my gosh. I, I, unless it's like, an huge issue and you're like hey i can't do so-and-so anymore because they are giant they are naughty yeah and you're not coming in for the uh, the training recommended that, time yeah. that i mm-hmm. told you so we can train absolutely I can no longer do your dog anymore they think they they humanize their pets so much that mm-hmm. i had a client and her her dog they they treat it literally like a baby they they i mean i'm not kidding you when they swaddle this dog they they don't they have a they have a stroller which i'm not saying strollers are bad but they like they they treat it like a baby so when i groom it it acts like a baby and it wants to be held the whole entire time like constantly wants to be held and i tell them it is so hard for me to do the haircut because to jump into my arms and will not stand on the table so i try oh well blah 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 and he's just she can't i can't help it and he's my baby and she's my blah blah blah. and i'm like okay but how do you want me to how are you expecting me to do a haircut so i sent videos and i'm like this is what's going on and you know then the last one time i groomed the dog and the dog was you know just being bad like shaking and freaking out and you know and she's like that that would never she would never do that she would never do that blah 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 like it must be you and i i take that stuff personal because i'm like i'm not doing anything it is because you have not set your dog up for success by getting it socialized you're treating it like a human baby Mm -hmm. and you expect it to you expect to drop it off to the groomer and get it back looking like a million bucks and being cute and adorable like no that's not how life works well like i saw somebody post like um you bring your dog to the you don't brush your dog at home but you bring your dog to the groomer to do six months worth of brushing right and it just it it doesn't work out that way you have to join forces with the groomer and work together it's like a total team effort Mm -hmm. and i think also it's what's happening to during the pandemic is that people got to reevaluate their careers. Yes. Right? And some people didn't want to do grooming and people I've seen so many people they got burnt out. They got burnout and they, they got a break and they said, wow, this is nice. My body doesn't hurt my, you know, <laughs> I'm not having that about a matted dog. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm super, you know, lucky cause I do get to choose my clients and if somebody doesn't sit right with me I don't you know take them but some people don't have that option they're in a salon where they have to take clients regardless of how they treat them because their boss says that's the way things are so I feel that's the biggest thing is groomer burnout and a lot of people left the industry and went and pursued other things so we've lost a big chunk of our groomers you couldn't 
during the pandemic when things were closed and you couldn't groom, like people mm-hmm. had to figure out other ways what to, to do money. Yeah. And I think a lot of other people, especially, found that way, or they were able to like, they made the decision after the pandemic, which like you said, you kind of get to pick and choose your clientele because there's mm-hmm. such a high demand. Right. Um, people said, you know what? it's not worth it for my body to be in this no. much pain. Yeah. I can scale. I'm, I can afford to scale back mm-hmm. um, up my prices, which yep. up your prices accordingly. People don't just mm-hmm. up your prices because somebody told you to exactly um, up your prices, up according your to prices on skill level <laughs> and your skill level. Like don't yeah. just Cause, decide yeah. that you can up your prices $10 because the shop around the corner did. If the shop around yeah. the corner is like nationally ranked, if the shop around the corner is uh, rumors, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you. I mean, don't just do it just to do it. It's like you're right next to Jess Rona. It's like well, she charges five hundred dollars. Like so that means <laughs> yeah. I need to charge five hundred dollars. Yeah. No. So it's just it becomes a thing of like, okay, you can I can up my prices a little bit and then not do as many dogs, which mm-hmm. we all have the right to do. I Absolutely. We all have the right to do because yeah. longevity of our job is important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um and I think a lot of people, like I said, just like took a step back from their career and saw well, you know what? Yeah. I'm grooming too many dogs, 15 dogs in, in a day is crazy, which it is crazy. But if you're grooming 15 dogs a day, you go girl. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hats off. I do. To you. I do seven haircuts. That's my top. I like to do about four to five, <sighs> but seven haircuts is crazy, like, crazy. that's enough. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I, all my dogs are like sevens. I did that many dogs. Literally. I'm not kidding you when I say like, because I live so rural, all my dogs are, can you go shorter? And I'm already doing like a nine on their dog. And they're like, can you go shorter? And I'm like, probably don't want to come in as often either. Right. So it's like, I, yeah, I, um, I do a lot of short haircuts because everyone's always like, how do you do so many dogs in a day? I'm like, I literally do. A, most of them get scalped. You like, like, because my owners, and my owners don't like, bath. they don't like cute fluffy legs that I have to hand scissor. They want short because they live on a farm and their dog rolls in cow manure. Like <laughs> I, there's a few that I get to have fun with, but. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And I think like with salon owners, like personally speaking, we had to cut back on the amount of employees we hired because the co- like, you know, with COVID, we weren't allowed to be open. So we had, and I don't know about y'all, but my, my, um, uh, business or my, uh, where I rent my salon from my landlord, he didn't give a crap that I wasn't working. He's like, you still owe me rent girl. Yeah. Um, so we had to, when we did finally get to open, we had to do like a soft opening where like, I didn't have any employees. Cause you know, I'm trying to recover. So I think yeah. a lot of salonos are had to, had to let, uh, groomers go. And some of these groomers being the groomers that were supposed to enter the grooming world because they did not have the funds to be able to train these groomers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sorry, like we used, we, you know, we can't train you because we're trying to play catch up and get, you know, three months worth of dogs in this week. So yeah, I oh, think yeah, that's for a sure. big thing. I know when, Cause I started grooming in Chicago when I kind of decided like, okay, I'll make this my business and mm-hmm. I'll do one-on-one and I'll take it easy. And it was, mm-hmm. I, my business grew like word of mouth a mm-hmm. lot of the time. I think that's so, the best way sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when 
grooming shop started opening, that's when I was like, okay, I feel okay grooming again because then I could post pictures without getting in trouble because I was seeing so many people were getting yeah. like mm-hmm. notices about mm-hmm. I saw that too. Uh, grooming and like working and people are like, I'm not like right. I'm not I may be in here grooming my own dog. Right. Or bathing my dog. Yeah. And people were getting these notices and they were like tens of thousand dollars of fines, which was mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous now that you look back on it. Um it's crazy. Totally crazy. So I started grooming and it was people, a lot of that first month of grooming dogs was people that couldn't get in with their groomers and they're in terrible shape. And mm-hmm. it was a lot of COVID shave downs. That's a, yep. what I was calling it. And then I never yep. saw them again because they could get back into their, with their groomers. Um, but thankfully due to the puppy boom, I got, I infiltrated the puppy uh, verse of the South Loop Chicago. <laughs> it was oh, legitimately yeah. they had like a chat where the all the puppies in the neighborhood would be like, "Oh, we're going to this park today. If anyone wants to meet up," and they'd oh be my like, gosh, all these puppies. It was insane, and That's I didn't realize crazy. that I basically groomed every single dog in that chat. That's funny. And people would like, I guess people were posting my pictures whenever I'd like groom their dogs and stuff, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh my gosh, Alana's our groomer too," and blah blah. blah. <laughs> it's and like it's a, such a small it world. Day, and I was like. That's that crazy. Mean? She's like, there's a lot of pictures of you in this group. And I'm like, oh, well, that's okay. like such an honor though. Yeah, no, it was super sweet. And I, I felt so bad because I was like the only person that's put my hands on some of these dogs right. and they're so used to one-on-one and there's not a lot of one-on-one in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And even I did some house calls. Um, like I said before, I did a handful of house calls and I felt bad because I, I could only refer them to people that had wait lists. And right. legitimately only two house call groomers that were going into the areas that I was going into, mm-hmm. I was able to refer out. And one of them, she couldn't take any more clients. Wow. She's like, you could send them my way, but like, I'm, I'm at my max. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, she was just starting out, but she had another job at a salon. Mm-hmm. So she was doing this on the side. Right. I was like, which is great. I'm like, honestly, I will send most of my clients to you and you can make this your full-time job. Yeah. I told her, I was like, you won't need that salon anymore. And she's house like, really? call is I'm so like, yeah. popular right now. I mean, I yeah. feel like the house call is so popular right now because I think people are realizing how convenient it is. And everything with COVID is so mm-hmm. convenient and everyone, mobile as well. I feel yeah, everyone was able to like figure it out, like how to get mm-hmm. what they needed. Um, as far as like, grooming getting yeah. your haircut done at home getting haircuts at home i've uh-huh. never heard of that in what? chicago there was a lot of hairstylists that would come to your house and are you wow yeah. that's interesting and they, and they charge a pretty penny which i mean more power to that's you. like a house call like i have been so debating it because it's like no overhead like yeah oh it's in like i'm in this groomer like chat group and like a lot of people are like maybe we should be house call and like the only thing like I have an issue with is like I'm so rural that I'd have to drive down some diagonal drive back. A lot. so it's not like I live in a convenient city where I could like do one neighborhood and then you know so that that's why it's stopping me but like for some of these people that like you live in like a good area where go house call man I think that'd be the bomb diggity but um I mean it comes with its challenges like anything else but 
still. I wouldn't yeah. want the hovering. I wouldn't want owners hovering over. I'm not really good with small talk, so I. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I'm really good at talking someone. Yeah, talks. you are. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, I would be like, can you please leave me alone? I have yeah. a podcast to listen I do, to. I group you talk. I think I've mentioned this. I do have like a house call, uh, a house call client that she'll text me every time yeah. the groomer is there, and she's like, that would be. I would be that like, groomer. She puts her headphones in and doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> That's me. You. It's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then some people are just like, oh yeah, I'll leave you to it. Uh, yeah. But there's always a special breed of people. I always think like if your dog needs house call, like house call is good for you. If your dog doesn't need house call and you're just doing it because you're a lazy bum, which no offense, guys, I'm the laziest bum ever. Um, Like you can get your butt up and go take them to the grooming. Or if you're just lonely and really want to talk to somebody in your house and you're just doing house call because you're you're just like, please talk to me and be my friend. Everyone's like working from home still. So yeah, I have a lot of people that are, well, a lot of the jobs have decided like, Hey, you can do your job from home. So you're never coming back to work. I know it was one client of mine. I think they asked her, if she wanted to do uh-huh that's a lot um, of people do that so she did she's doing like 50 50 so she's so doing like a lot of like the, the call centers like for like hospitals and stuff that are like they just take calls and do appointments you know like um so like for instance i need to make my daughter a doctor's appointment and like i talk to the people at the call center that work for her pediatrician um they're all working from home because I hear sometimes like tv in the background or like a dog barking <laughs> so i feel like those jobs like that, like they can do it from home. And yeah, I mean, heck, if they're giving you an option. Like, Hey, do you want to put pants on or do you want to sit on your couch all day? <laughs> like, no, nah, bro, I'm good. Do you want to put pants on? It's <laughs> oh, too funny. Yeah. So the, I know that also like a lot of places are hiring and Oh my gosh, everywhere. Good quality people. Me and my husband were, I mean, this is not even dog grooming. Everywhere is hiring because we were, we went to TJ Maxx and Target and everywhere has now hiring, now hiring, offering Mm -hmm. bonuses. Um, Was it Taco Bell that was offering like a thousand dollar bonus? I'm like, I'm about ready to make some burritos, man. Right now, I'm going to talk about for a bonus. Shoot. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I saw that like a lot of places are offering bonuses um, because there's just there's such a why either we need to start having more kids and like start having a people boom or like something needs to happen because that's true. (laughs) We need more people that know how to work exactly that won't we need, work we need robots like japan that just oh do our jobs gosh, for no. us it's about to get that way if people don't I know, start right? getting applying right? for jobs but yeah so many people are hiring or wanting the extra help because they're overwhelmed yeah. or it's something that i even caught myself doing is that i cut off my client list like you cut off your client list mm-hmm. because it we see yeah you can totally make a killing money wise but if you are not doing a good job or you're totally going against your whole business model as one-on-one and doing great haircuts. Yeah, and you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Really comfortable dogs. Like mm-hmm. you just find yourself totally lost. Yeah. Like I, that's what I tell people. I had a girl get so mad at me because I would not take her doodle. And I'm like, 
ma'am, I am only one person. Well, that's ridiculous. You need to hire more people. I was like, well, please tell me where they are. I told her that. I said, please, if you know a groomer, send it my way and I'll hire him right now. And she's yeah. like, well, obviously I don't know a groomer because I'm calling you. I said, well, neither do I. And I'm one person like, yeah, uh, these people There's expect only so us. much we can do. And they're like, well, don't you have employees? I was like, yeah, but they're not groomers. Well, why aren't they? You have to learn how to, do you want me to let them groom your dog? Sure. Bring it over and I'll let them groom your dog. You can see how well they do. Like, you know what I mean? It's like people just need to have compassion and they need to have understanding that when somebody tells you, no, it's not because they're being rude and mean. It's because they physically, my wrist is physically about ready to break off. I cannot take on another client. Like I, I'm at the end of the day, I'm already like crying, like, because my wrists hurt so bad. And if you all have had the carpal tunnel surgery, please message me and tell me it's not that bad because I'm seriously considering getting it done, but I'm so scared. So I don't know of anybody that's had that surgery. I I had an old boss that had it. How long are they off work? She did not take care of herself after. She's the kind of person that like, did not care <laughs> like she got it done you mean like and after think, like, oh yeah, after and i think like a week or two after i think there's even more time downtime to it isn't she it four grooming. weeks yeah i want to say it's like four weeks yeah i i you just start I after two surprised. weeks ah oh, yeah, i would not want to undo all that crazy. um yeah. but yeah i just think it's both the combination of the high demand and the puppy boom well and and people want stuff now 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 we've talked about this before they don't want to wait six weeks even if i do accept a client like hey i can but it'll be six weeks and they're like no i need it right now blah blah blah. they want everything now 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 and i'm like "Mm, this isn't well clients if you're listening we only could do so many dogs in one day no so we would love to groom all the dogs dogs but is very hard um especially when we are trying to take care of our bodies and, and our make minds. sure your dogs aren't stressed and like and sitting in a kennel for 12 hours. Yeah, exactly. So be patient with us. Mm-hmm. I know some people will open up some of their new client lists mm-hmm. and see who they have, but I do really um, recommend, highly recommend if you do get on a list, a client list to a groomer and they have guidelines of when you need to come in, mm-hmm. do it. Yep. Do it. And just like every time you see the groomer and the dog gets done, okay, six weeks from now, can you just book me six weeks? Book it. Yes. I require all my clients know. to be on a four, six, or eight week schedule. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 12 if it's like we're doing like super and it short. It is not but uncommon for that. You're going to be I absolutely. In- five weeks anyway saying your dog stinks i don't want the so stress of well that have, might yep. as well have that appointment ready and you're like oh yep. my gosh so-and-so can't see because the hair if, is all if over they don't eyes. pre-book at their appointment they don't get back on my schedule yeah. because and then they're I, like oh well we have an appointment already cool yeah. like yeah it's so easy i do that with my nails like i get my nails done every two uh, weeks i, I want to start getting my nails done we book every two weeks that is the one appointment i two weeks not- Oh yeah, I get my nails done every two weeks. Man, I don't even get. I haven't. I can't even tell you last time I got my nails done, girl. Oh I bought them stick-on nails. <laughs> I ripped them suckers off. I was like, I can't handle this. That's the one appointment that I will keep, and there's no ifs ands and buts about it. And I've always done that for grooming wise because 
I'm nasty as is when I'm grooming your dog, but if my hands are pretty <laughs> and my toes are good, if I'm up, yeah. cause you're on your feet all day. Mm-hmm. So like get a good rub down. Right. Um, at least my hands are fabulous and, and I look ratchet. like a hot mess. <laughs> I'm looking ratchet all over head so to like toe. Me and my old coworker, um, she's one of my really good friends, Diana. We used to go to the nail salon down the street. We used to go, uh, get our nails done every two weeks, get our toes done, get our eyebrows waxed, like get all the things. Cause I'm like, I've, I, my hair is all over the place and yeah. I have anal gland, whatever on my face, <laughs> at least my eyebrows and my nails are good. <laughs> I used to get lashes, like lash extensions. And that was the one thing I did for myself. It was like lash extensions. Well, I had a bad reaction to the lashes one day. My body decided it wanted to hate me and never wanted me to look good. And my eyes swelled shut really bad i remember that you were like oh dude it was know. bad because you were supposed to get like some kind of pictures done or whatever yeah like family get, photos yeah i had to get a steroid shot in my butt it was horrible oh my gosh it was so bad i would love so, to do my lashes but that's what i'm afraid of having uh, a reaction and you wake up and like you can't open dude i woke up and i was trauma i was like i can't see i'm blind oh <laughs> like God. it was horrible it's so crazy. painful yeah to that's pretty much it as far as Uh, yeah that topic i mean i put a um poll up and i'll read the poll i put a poll up of what people might be thinking it is high demand versus yeah uh, let's read let's read some things people said yeah high demand versus groomer shortage let's see so 57 percent of you think it's a groomer shortage and 43% of you think high demand. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some actual messages about it. Let me pull it up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know your name. But uh, Bonjour Toiletage. She's a groomer in Montreal. She said both. Um, these are on Instagram, guys. Um, and then let's see, a natty of anal gland gal, which is awesome <laughs> name. Uh, she says she feels like part of it is also groomers are relocating in the last year or so, which mm, that yeah. is, that could be a lot of people are really either loving or hating where they live after the pandemic. Right. So they're headed out. Uh, Nicole Dunn said both two of my salons. Uh, closed due to the inability of employing groomers yep yep um let's see ally of i i'm sorry i do not know how to say your last name um she said a bit of both she's like also it's likely that people are leaving ultimately the workforce because yep. of child care mm-hmm. yeah um, that's yeah a number sure. of dogs and needing to be groomed the price of everything's going up including yeah. child care daycare yeah. is outrageous for kids she said everyone should have just got an iggy <laughs> an italian greyhound um but yeah those are some of the responses guys thank you for uh answering that for me i was curious mm-hmm. of what people were thinking yeah i'm um, definitely sure. I think definitely lending a helping hand if you're able to in your shop um, of having a, an apprentice 
mm-hmm. of some sort or train up your staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing, the one thing, this sounds so bad. Uh, one of the things that I've gotten from my husband, my husband's a huge like business guy. He's in his, and he's an exec. So he's like all about like uplifting your employees and your staff mm-hmm. and keeping people for a long time at a certain um job he's mm-hmm. like all about like taking care of his staff like yeah for sure we Me go too. on so many like employee dinners where mm-hmm. he has the company pay for stuff and right or just even like giving out random gift cards like he's all, right. always about that and oh, the yeah. one thing that um one of the things that I've gotten from him is like train up your staff train mm-hmm. up people that are more than willing because in his instance like the person below him is going to have his job one day yep. and he wants them to be even not even a reflection of him, but even better at his job. Right. Um, so you always want to train up the people below you because they could be an equal to you one day. Right. Exactly. And you mm-hmm. never know who you can invest in because somebody slightly invested in me, but we're not going to talk right. about that. Um, but <laughs> someone gave me the chance and that's right. all it could take. And you can just light a fire in somebody to right. be a groomer, to want to, I'm sorry. I don't know why my dog is barking. Just um, be a good role model. And be a good you know. role model. And like, if you have the, if you have the money to do it, if you have the time to do it, like, like you're training your guy, like maybe help them groom one dog a week. Right. Or show them. Right. Or have them watch you groom a dog. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think we really need to take back the uh, name of good mentorships. I mm-hmm. think we we really need to make that a good thing again because yeah, I know that it so is, many I mean, people were turned off by it. it. Well, and I feel I'm not trying to put down Facebook groomers, but you don't know how many times I see like on Instagram, someone be like, the Facebook groomers are so mean because these new baby groomers will post a picture. I saw one the other day of this baby groomer posted a picture of a Westie with the hula skirt. We've all seen it at those threads. Oh, and they're like, how can I improve? They're not even saying like, look at this bomb groom. I did. I'm awesome. They're literally like, how can I improve? And they're like, wow, you're terrible. You suck. You go suck an egg. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I was like, what? I need a t-shirt that says that. Go suck okay, an egg. If we make t-shirts, will you guys buy them? Go suck, go an, suck egg. an egg. With go hashtag egg Facebook groomers. Hashtag stop Facebook groomers. Oh um, okay. No, but yeah. And it's like, where is the positivity? And out of like five bad ones, there's like one actual helpful one. And I'm like, why is nobody like, where are the admins? Where are they at? Where, why are they not being like, hey, you're being rude. Get out of here. Like, yeah. I hate it. These people get on such a pedestal because they think that they can groom so well. And I'm like, do you not remember where you started? You didn't start doing like the dogs that you groom now, like the level. And it's not even like, okay, I'm going to be rude right now. It's not even like they're good groomers. There is a handful of ones that I've seen. Most of them are mediocre at best. But like, just because you've been grooming thirty years does not mean you're a good groomer or no, a good absolutely human not. Because you probably time, still use Dawn dish soap. You, 
Yeah, you use Dawn dish soap and Pantene on your dog. Just so saying. get out of here. Just yeah. saying. I remember me posting something. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, a client she has since left me because I would not use head and shoulders on her dog. Um, because I feel I buy adequate quality product. Um, yeah, you spent and your they, money. They were like, I can't believe you wouldn't use that. Human shampoo is perfectly fine on dogs. And no, I'm like, it's not. actually, it's not. And they were literally like being so mean and bullying me that I was like about to cry. Like they were like, you are so snobby and this and that. Those That's what we use on our show that, dogs. That charge $30 for a haircut. Yeah. And complain that they'll never be able to retire and yeah, they've exactly. gotten themselves in that hole. And I'm yeah. sorry if that's you and you're listening. Open get your a, eyes, Linda. Get a business advisor. You will be able to retire if you do it right. Just say it. Yeah. Don't be bullies. Be nice to the new groomers. Love them and take them under your wing. I can't remember how many times I've seen groom. I saw a picture of this groomer posted a picture of her doing a poodle and she put the she took the the feet way too high and she was she asked she said i would love some constructive criticism so i messed her i said hey just an fyi you took the feet too high like this is how you do it and i showed her pictures of raven and blah 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 and she's like thank you so much for being so nice and i'm like you're welcome because these people are freaking mean like they're like wow that looks hideous that looks ugly your prep work sucks you suck what products are you using oh wow that sucks blah 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 blah. like i'm like can we just be nice and be like hey this is how you do it like uh, shout out to the traveling groomer because she's so helpful and so nice all the time anytime i post a picture asking for constructive criticism she always goes above and beyond and draws like diagrams and like all this stuff so So that's so nice if you do that that is like that does not go unnoticed especially like for me because we're all learning we all have something to learn and we all just need to help each other because we all groom different yeah preach just be no cap people no cap i learned that word today no cap what is that i don't know cordell said it after he said something like uplifting and he was like no cap so i think no cap means like uh uh it means like oh my gosh i feel so old um, when you said FOMO, I didn't know what it meant. So no cap means um like, oh, what is that word? Like, like no, like no joke. No cap means no joke. Like, oh, like it's it's set. Okay. Yeah. So. Our cool advisor. Cordell. So tip of the day is no cap. <laughs> 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 no, we do have a tip of the day. Let's get to it before we go over okay so tip of the day is d sheds um so how we do them what products we recommend and this like i said we all do things differently this is just how we do them don't take Mm it like a religious bible this is just how we like this is how we found the best success and if you have better things that you think would be cool send us a message and be like hey i've used this have you tried it we love trying new things i get in trouble love it i buy i buy too much stuff Okay, Alana, big hairy husky dog comes in, needs de-shedded. What do you do? Tell him to go to another shop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, not husky, German Shepherd dog. (laughs) Uh, Tell him to go to another shop. I I already have two. Good Lord, awesome dude, awesome. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I had plenty of. uh, FYI, Alana only takes certain dogs. (laughs) 
I am discriminative against Brie. I will admit it. Uh, no. Okay. So my regiment usually is depending on how bad it is. Um, so I will go through usually I have an Artero rake, mm-hmm. just a regular pretty spaced out rake mm-hmm. to grab any chunks. That's the mm-hmm. stuff that's already coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I do not pre-blow. Do not pre-blow your dogs, people. Oh, so bad for your lungs. So bad for your lungs. One, you need to be wearing a mask if you're doing any kind of detail. And not just like a a cloth mask. You need to have like a, what are those, Vosk masks, whatever. With the, with the. The filter. Filters. Um, Yes. And have eyewear ready to go, right? And eyewear, Eyewear ready to go. Um, Don't breathe that stuff in, guys. Also, you're going to have to wipe down the walls. If you're you're, like in a room, like we have a drying room, you're going to have to wipe down your walls because skin flakes are going everywhere and dander. Yes. So it's just dirt. It's not worth Mm -hmm. it. It'll come out in the bath. Um, I'll use a rake first. Um, Mm -hmm. Usually I don't do a lot of pre-brushing because a lot of that coat is going to come out because mm-hmm. you're cleaning it and you're mm-hmm. totally, um, what do you call it? You're totally just manipulating it in the bath. Mm-hmm. So hair is more elastic when it's wet. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always say like a brush in the bath, yes. uh, curry comb in the bath, because yeah. you won't have as much breakage when right. you're like dematting. So I'll do the rake real quick just to see what I can get out. Yeah, Not don't spend crazy. a ton of time doing this because no, you're, you're wasting waste time. Your time. Mm-hmm. And it's bigger mess. You have to spray your table down. You have oh, to yeah, for sure. Again. You got to clean all the tools. Um, and then, yeah. So then I will do, it depends on the dog. So if they're a client that's been, like I had Huskies that came every five weeks. And yeah. those dogs, like their first visit, I did the eye groom detangling and deshedding um, combo, the shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. but obviously mm-hmm. I would do a cleansing bath first. Yeah. So get all that dirt out. A good clarifying um, or clarifying. Yeah. I mm-hmm. do like the 50 to one I groom has. Um, mm-hmm. I like Chris Christensen. They have a really good clarifying shampoo. Yeah, they do. Um, Is it called clean start or clean start? Yeah. I like, yes, clean I like start a lot. Um, and then I would do the I groom de shedding detangling shampoo, really mm-hmm. work that in. I have a couple of ways that I work it in. Um, obviously I'll mix it up, spread it everywhere, do it with my hands, mm-hmm. but I always let it sit for five to 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I'll get a curry comb or mm-hmm. I will get, um, oh, there's a bath brush beeps. Yeah. Beeps, beeps bath brush. I love yeah. that. Tasha totally. No, Artero has a fabulous curry comb calm is oh, that the really? one you use oh no, my gosh i have an andis curry comb that i really oh like. my gosh the artera one is top notch it's like really long pins um mm. or not pins i guess like what would you call like those rubber like rubber things oh my gosh and it just really gets down in there i'll so just like Artero. work it in i won't even like try to remove coat i just want to mm-hmm. like soft i want to like basically just loosen get it to it the up. skin yeah yeah get it to the skin let them sit five to ten minutes depending <laughs> on how impacted their coat is rinse do conditioner do the same thing and mm-hmm. you'll just see that coat coming out oh, naturally yeah. i don't like to force anything um mm-hmm. leave it in five to ten minutes rinse it mm-hmm. out really good and then just blow the crap out of it you mm-hmm. need a velocity dryer that mm-hmm. dog thoroughly down to it the skin. works i find it works best if you use the nozzle 
like yeah. the pointed nozzle rather yeah, than the, the flat nozzle. Yeah, the cylinder um, nozzle is really good because if yeah. you don't get those dogs dry d- down to the dry skin, to the they're skin, gonna smell in a couple days because not all only that, that moisture. And it can cause like yeasty, irritated. yeah, yeasty yeah. buildup. Yeah. Yeah. And then depending on how thick their coat is after a lot of the time, if you do that shampoo conditioner combination, whichever one you like, and just break down that dirt that's holding the coat in. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time when those dogs come in with like a lot of stuff on their coat and you're pulling mm-hmm. it out, it's just mm-hmm. dirt holding it in. So once you yeah. get that coat clean and you get it, it down to the out. skin, mm-hmm. it falls out. So you don't really have to work very hard in brushing. No. And no. then I'll go over it again with my, um, my de-shedding brush, which is just mm-hmm. the pins. It doesn't have any, um, it's not like the Andis one, my Arturo one that I did the pre-brush with, see what comes out. And then I will start with an actual de-shedding rake. Mm-hmm. whether my Andis one or Ryan's pet supply has a really good one by paw brothers. Know, I'm going to order um, that. Cause I'm curious. Yeah. You guys, I forgot about paw brothers and I would I order from too. Ryan's every now and then, but I forgot how affordable and how really, really they make great some product. really good slicker brushes. And honestly, they make a really good dematting, um, call or like oh, uh, really? dematting knife or whatever those are with the, oh, okay. The splitter. Yeah. yeah splitter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They yeah so I'll do that. And then you finish it up with a good, um, shiny coat spray, which I groom mm-hmm. has a good one or even a nature specialty has a good one, but you have to be really with those. You have to be really, um, conservative with because Mm -hmm. then or else it makes the coat looks um greasy yeah like a shine one and i've never used a shine spray i like those because they are they have an oil base to them but it's like you know how when your hair's frizzy and you put like Mm -hmm. an uh put like argon oil or something like that to get like the ends i feel like it totally closes all of those ends and it makes it so like when you touch the dog you're not pulling out hair because you know sometimes oh my gosh yes and they're just like the second they get off the table and you look oh my at gosh, them, they so frustrating. And the hair yes. coming out. It literally, I think it like closes all that stuff, really like lets you get everything, all the loose ends. They're still gonna shed. Right. Like literally do not kill yourself if a D shed is still shedding. They are a shedding breed. They yep. are gonna shed no matter what mm-hmm. you do. Um, and it could be health. I mean, there's so many times dogs that shed a lot, they could have a thyroid issue or they could just be anxiety. Stress, yeah. Stress. Uh, it yeah. could be food related. It might not be you. And don't let your clients fool you and what like I've seen client or rumors like give money back before because the clients come back and like, well, they're still shedding. Do not let them do that. Because there are a number of reasons. If as long as you think you did a thorough job. Yeah, and I've seen it proven. I had multiple huskies on my schedule in Chicago that came every four to five weeks. And the like, you the more that you work with that coat, and the more you do the de shedding and get that coat on a good schedule, they're not going to be shedding as much. I had a client that never had a husky, and everyone she was always like why do people say they shed so much? Teddy doesn't shed that much. I'm like, because you bring them so much, even if you get them on a schedule, it's, it works wonders. I am terrible. I do not have my German shepherds on a schedule. I need to get them on there. (laughs) Do any groomers have their dogs on a schedule? (laughs) Groomer dogs. Y'all know my beagle mix is, she's shedding so bad. Like it's to the point where like when she moves, like 
puffs of hair come off her. I'm like, oh, yeah. I really need to take you to the groomer because <laughs> I don't want to do it. So what do you do for D sheds? Literally the same thing you do, except for the only thing I do different um, is sometimes I'll rake them out with the conditioner with an, my Andis undercoat rake. This yeah. is only sometimes I don't really like to rake dogs out a lot i don't like to overdo it with the raking and i'll tell you why i'm all so always so afraid of putting little tiny abrasions on their skin because dog's skin is so sensitive Mm -hmm. so i find if you rake them out a lot um you know you can leave like especially if you're doing like okay let's say you're doing like the like like the back or, you know, any area that's like kind of sensitive or like the tuck up mm-hmm. area or anything, you know, you can make them sensitive and leave red, like redness, um, especially the dogs like Aussies and those types of dogs that have a more sensitive coat other than like, you know, and like dogs like Great Pyrenees is, I find the rakes don't go through very well. So no, you need to, you need like. Cause I have, like I said, the Artero one. Yeah. Like I know it's what you're talking like about. pins. And guys, Those we're going to post. ones that you use on it. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to post pictures of like everything we use. And that way you guys can refer back to them. Um, and if you guys want to order anything, this is stuff we've used and we find that we use it in our everyday life. Um, yeah. So we're going to start posting that. And if you guys like that, like product reviews, please tell us. Cause I personally love product reviews because I love knowing that it actually works for people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the only thing I do different is before I blow dry, I will spray some of the eye groom, either the magic mist spray, or I will work mm-hmm. in the pro keratin eye groom, oh, okay. um, into their coat because I find that it helps loosen the coat to make it come out easier when you're drying. Okay. Especially, um, I had a dog come in and I thought for sure I'd have to shave this double coated dog cause he was so impacted, but I used, um, like all my magic wands and I was able to get the calm the through stops. this coat. Oh yeah. I use the magic mist spray. Then we use the pro keratin. Um, I don't like to use a whole lot of product because it can leave the coat kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, but just a, a quick spritz of that, especially in like the butt area like the pants area like for like a golden retriever um i find really does help loosen up that coat um and then we i just finish with a quick really quick brush like with an andis under the my our andis undercoat rake and i make sure that you can get any d shed dog that comes out of my salon you i want it to you need to be able to get a comb through the mm-hmm. dog head to yeah. toe. Yeah. So I do a lot of line brushing, you know, um, after the bath, if we mm-hmm. still need to, you do the line brushing, but let your products do your work for you guys. Don't yeah. let your, don't kill your body. Yes. Like, yeah. don't like, cause like she said, their skin is so sensitive mm-hmm. and that's what I always worry about the de shedding rakes. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. That's why I minimally use them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do it as like a finishing because it'll get the coat that I wasn't able to get. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, like in the beginning, like take it to a little bit. But I, I'm so always so afraid of making tiny abrasions on the skin. And then that's allowing breeding ground for bacteria. Um, so that's just what I do. Nothing fancy. Same as same th- thing as Alana. I use the same products as Alana. Mm-hmm. Um the only thing sometimes I'll use the banish. I'll put if the dog is super impacted. I I'll put. I haven't used banish before. Do you like it? I'm fifty fifty. Sometimes I think, wow, this made a huge difference. 
I personally do not think it works good for matted dogs. Personally, I think the iGroom magic spraying it on a dog wet and then high velocity drying the heck out of that dog will break Matt's fat better than the banish will. Wow. I've tried banish spray and the iGroom. iGroom is blows it out of the water. Um banished is good, I think so I'll put a pump pumps of it into the shampoo and I think it really helps loosen the coat. Um I also use my nozzle. I use the bathing system that we've, yeah. we I use it on center when I'm doing the conditioner to really help. It's kind of like that have you seen that save your fur nozzle? Yeah. It's like that. It's the same thing, which actually Nicole Dunn has the save your fur nozzle. And I messaged her. I was like, does it make a difference? Or do you feel it's the same as the center? And she's like, don't waste your money. It's the exact same as using center. It's just a different like pressure. Yeah. So I use the center um, and I, with the banish. um, So, I mean, it's very overpriced. I think some people will say it makes a huge difference, but I personally am not a huge fan. Um, Okay. They yeah, have like, little trial sizes you can buy that's pretty okay. inexpensive. So. Well, like we said, guys, everybody uses something different. We can only just hope to, like, share. Because whenever I see somebody do different something different than I am, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should try that. Yeah, and if it works, exactly. it works. If it doesn't, exactly. then, like, it's not a big deal. I can go back to the way I was doing things. Exactly. And you know? same with products. Like, if you see something, I, there's been so many times people have raved about something and I try it and I'm like, okay, this sucks. Because yeah. it just doesn't work for me and I, I don't yeah. like it. But there's also times I find, like, amazing things with something yeah. somebody uses. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Each their own, peeps. Each their own. Is that it? That is that a wrap? Is, we are finished, I think. Yeah. Well, guys, have a happy 4th of July. Yeah, be Stay safe. Stay safe. Lock your dogs up. I already got some sedatives ready for my dog. Oh, yeah. Good to go. Luckily, mine are scared of fireworks, but my dog is. I know. I feel bad. I always feel bad for the parents. We just. The dogs that are. It's so sad. I haven't not done a Fourth of July without it. So we're not going (laughs) to test that out with that one. No. Well, stay safe. Have fun. Have a restful weekend. We'll we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Happy Fourth.